This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. Again, with another episode of the Passage Home Podcast, starring the Dr. Stanley Russian, and I'm your co host, Baxter Billion. Now, please visit us at www.linktree.com forward slash Passage Home Podcast. There you can find all of our podcasts. And hey, don't forget to ask Alexa to play the Passage Home Podcast from iHeartRadio. And don't forget about my other podcast, starring my homeboy AJ and our newest co host, A. Marie. And the name of that podcast is I Can Relate to That. Again, that's I Can Relate to That. You can go ahead and find us at www.linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. And you can even ask Alexa to play the I Can Relate to That podcast for you as well. Now, if you're interested in getting a hold of us, you want to drop us a line, go ahead and reach us at passagehomepodcast at gmail.com. Now, without any further ado, Dr. Stanley Russian, how you doing today, sir? By the grace of God, everything is amazing. Um, yes, yes, yes. A wonderful week. Um, I hope you commemorate uh, Juneteenth as, as with everybody. Glad people are waking up. Uh, um, it's, it's been a long process. Uh, but I want to get straight into our guest. Um, that music that was playing was written by our guest. Um, and a lot of you don't realize what that song is. Uh, that's a song by Kuni uh, Gang. And today, our guest is Amir Bay, one of the original members of Kuni Gang. But I must say, before I say that, that I always say I am humbled by my guest and and. Uh, with the stature of the humility that they have, but I will say this: this brother is the most humblest brother uh, that I know. Uh, uh, straight to his heart, and that remind all my listeners out there: the people who have done the most, some of the most powerful things on this planet some of the most humble people you will ever meet. And it's because they know that it doesn't come through from them, it's coming through them. And 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 you have to know the awesome power of the most high to humble yourself in in light of having the fame that they have. Uh we're talking to a brother who has been around the world 50 times in 50 years, singing to president, uh, um, performing before presidents, heads of states, uh, uh, everybody, every country in the world wants them to perform on New Year's Eve. They're one of the highest sought groups 
well, one of the highest salt groups on the planet. And uh, without further ado, I want to uh, introduce uh, my my good friend Amir Bay. Amir, are you there? And can you give us a slight bio? Yeah, your bio. Can, can you hear yeah, me? Your, yeah, I can hear you. Your bio will take up the whole show. So <laughs> give us a give, give us a taste. <laughs> okay. Uh, I started out. My family. We grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Cool. My brother, Khalif, myself, my brother Wahid, Michael, my sister Sharifa. We uh, moved from Youngstown, Ohio to New Jersey, and that's where the group started at, in Jersey City, New Jersey. And um, I've been loving music since a kid and also technology, but we leaned, leaned more into the music thing. But I held on to technology, but music was the first thing that we did. And um, mm. we um, learned, learned different instruments. And my brother, uh, Ronald, he, him and Cole, they put a group together, a jazz group in Jersey City, along with George Brown, Ricky West, Spike Mickens, uh, Dennis Thomas, and uh, who else? Clayton Smith. And they all started a group called the Jazzy Acts. And then they switched over to R&B music. They call themselves Cool in the Flames. And then this one guy said, you should take that flames off and replace it with gang. So that's how they became Cool in the Gang. Mm-hmm. And then got a record deal with Delight Records. Time to put records out. The first record was Cool in the Gang by Cool in the Gang, written by Cool in the Gang. It was an instrumental song. So for years, the band was doing instrumentals with like shouting type things in the background, chanting, whereas funky stuff was kind of like a chant. Jungle Boogie, and then Hollywood Swinging had like a kind of like a lead vocal, and then as years later, then we got James Taylor in the group, and started doing vocal songs with lead vocals on top, and that's the short that's the short version, and then we right. branched out doing productions, and I produced people, my brother Khalis Ronald he produced people, he discovered Fuji's, and my cousin Adele discovered Screw Color Me Bad. And my, my cousin Royal, Teddy Riley, and myself, we all worked with them. And Christopher Wynn and um, a lot of artists in the business, we kind of helped them get their thing going, launch their careers. Pink mm-hmm. used to work at Pizza Hut. My cousin Adele worked with her. Um, wow. A lot of different artists from different genres of music. So that's the, that's the short one. That's the short version. Okay, um, uh, well, well, let me throw this in there. You you actually you didn't mention the Jackson. Can you give us? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my my extended family, the Jackson family. Uh, Catherine Jackson took me in. Her and Joe Jackson took me in, kind of like a son. So I know them. I've been knowing them for several years. And Latoya and I worked on some songs. We did a reggae. Which which leads me to this, the song that you played that played in the background. Um, yeah. We wrote a song for Jimmy Cliff called Reggae Night, and that song Ooh La 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 led to the Reggae Night song. And then I worked with Third World and a guy named Jeff Joseph with a group called Gramax, and did a lot of island type music. And we have a new one coming out on our 50th anniversary album, 
uh, where it's going to contain a lot of guest artists from around the world. Huge, huge situation. Mm. Wow. Man, and, 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 and I know there is so much, but being the interviewer uh, and a good interviewer, I know some things about you that I want the audience to know. So you just mentioned the Jacksons, but you can you mention what you're doing with what you're going to do with Janet? Uh, well, it's with the family. It's not just Janet, but uh, okay. it's with the whole family. We're gonna two groups been together for 50 years, and it's like two families coming together to help two cities. One city, Jacksons, from Gary, Indiana. We're gonna help out Gary, Indiana. Uh, on a major level that's never been done before. And then we're going to do the same thing in New Jersey uh, on a major level that hasn't been done before in Atlantic City. So we're going to support the Jacksons and Gary. The Jacksons are going to support us in New Jersey, in Atlantic City. So, yeah, it's wow. going to, we're going to do a movie about it. I, I can't go into detail, but it's going to be a, a right. full-length movie and a lot of great things are going to help a lot of people and create a lot of jobs. That's never been done before. This will be the first time. What we're going to do is like the first. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, what I do know about you, which you haven't mentioned yet, is your in-depth ability to be creative with te technology. And yeah, I, that was... I, sorry, go ahead. I've seen you and I've worked with you myself on some things in technology and and how you are expressing yourself creatively through technology. But you know, I've seen you work with the greatest technologists in the world, uh, be impressed by your um, 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 ideas and creativity from Jack Ma to Elon Musk to, you know, numerous uh, um, tech billionaires around the world. And so I'm, I'm going to close this section out on you because we can go, we can go there, but we, we, we have an agenda here. So, so the reason why that I'm, I'm bringing all these things up about what you're doing and your vantage point from where you are is that you can answer a couple of more questions for this show. Uh, well, first, I want to ask back if if he if he has a uh, any question. So, for somebody who loves music, and I've been doing music for a while, and I've been doing music since I probably was a kid. I remember writing music and sitting in my house and freestyling and stuff like that, and. I feel like music is like one of my first loves, but I have not had a chance to go nearly as far as you um, or a lot of other of the guests that Dr. Snelly bring on. But for, for, for you, what can you give some people that have a love for music? Um, they get older. They didn't get their big break that they want, but they still want to get into this music industry some way, somehow? Do they give up at a certain age or do they keep going? Well, I would say never give up mm -hmm. and never lose your passion, even though you may have like 
your day job or whatever, you can still hold on to that dream that you had as a kid. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that we're going to be releasing technology-wise is the capability for people like that to still do things in the industry internationally. So we're going to have a solution for that. So I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to look into that solution because I could write. If I could get something placed, I could get something placed. We've, yeah. we've, got, we've got music placed before behind different uh, uh, commercials and things like that, but nowhere near as what you've touched <laughs> or whatever the case may be. And that's the dream. You know, that's literally the dream. The thing that I thought of as a child, like, this is what I want to do. And I don't necessarily have to be on the stage. Like, I could write a song and sell it to somebody or you know, write a jingle and hear behind a commercial. So whatever it is that I can do musically, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing to to do that. Yeah, well, we're going to create a platform that will enable people to do that. Get songs placed in movies and music and games and with different artists, collaboration, international collaboration, all that stuff. TV shows, whatever. Podcasts, jingles, commercials, all of that. We're going to provide that platform from all of that, for all of that. So I'm tuned in. Okay. At this point, I want to point out, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Please look under the description, because under the description, we're going to have some goodies for you that um, Amir is going to drop on us. Some of his work, some of his art, um, uh, what he does in technology. Of the websites that lead to business and technology that's tied in through his his technology uh, industries that he's involved in. Uh, and I'm going to repeat this again at the end of the show, but please pull the description down to take a backstage look, pardon the pun, at what 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 he's involved with. Um, so we want to lead into the second question, and and um, that deals with the show. Uh, when you first went to Africa, if you can remember, uh, uh, what was your spiritual feeling being there on the motherland, on the continent, that you can relate to us? Well, I felt it was like um, a gift. What were you? What were you? Uh, the first place, I think it was Lagos, Nigeria, but mm. Johannesburg is where I stayed for a year. I lived there for a year, made a lot of friends, wow. and worked with artists there, the Serafina people, uh, Hugh Masekila, the people that did Paul Simon Graceland album, the group, mm. I worked with them, I worked with uh, a lot of people in South Africa. It's really nice. The food is great. The people are great. Um, talent is just all over the place. So many talented people there. Mm. Yeah. You said the same thing about Nigeria. Oh, yeah, that was the first place I went to. A lot of people played. We did this AIDS concert. It was like 500,000 people there. But Nigeria is a lot of people, man. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. But my my major experience was in Johannesburg, South Africa, because from living in Nigeria was like, we came in to do a show, you know, met people and everything. But Johannesburg, I, I lived there. I was a resident. So wow. right down the street from Nelson Mandela. So it was a different kind of experience than just coming in and going out. 
Wow. Were you there when LaToya came there? No, I wasn't there then. I was there before that. Before that, yeah. When I was... She was right after Nelson Mandela got out of prison. That's that's right. Right. When I was there, he was in prison. But while I was there, he got out. So I was there while he was in there and transitioned to get out there. We weren't... um, I mean... Locals weren't allowed to walk on the sidewalk. You had to walk on the street next to the sidewalk. You couldn't go in the front door of a store. You had to go around the back and get served. And people from another country, uh, African-American, uh, were, were called uh, honorary whites. Right. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, on your, you know, your paperwork. And it was... Serious transition to see it go from that to where it is now. But talent all over the place, a lot of talent. And they're appreciative of uh, help coming from wherever. They they like to mimic United States and American music and everything. So they, they love that. So, uh, but they, they're developing their own now. Back in the day, it was like, well, what are they doing in America? Now it's like, what are we doing here? So a lot of people are copying African music now and styles and everything. Whereas before, they were emulating the USA. So it kind of switched around a little bit. Wow. Mm. A lot of talent, though. Yeah. And and so um, can you get more into the spiritual part? Because you are a very spiritual person. Uh, of encounter the encounters that you had while you were there, uh, so South Africa is is not. Um, they had a different type. Of what I'm hearing from you is that the, the different type of uh, they were more colonialized, and there weren't very many slaves taken from uh, South Africa, but they they stayed there and and. Um, and took wealth out of the country, and 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 kept the people poor and ignorant. As an African American going back, you know, I hear what did you say that um, working with and recognizing talent, because talent recognizes talent. Uh, I I hear I hear that, but uh, on on a higher spiritual level, what what did you feel? Uh, I felt a connection, the creator. It was like a blessing. That's what I felt. I, I prayed every day and uh, I prayed with people and it just felt good. Like, like kind of like a homecoming kind of feeling, like you're visiting your family, like a family reunion or something like that. That's the way it felt for me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So um, being on this planet, being all over this planet, you felt at home there in Africa spiritually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, that's amazing. So uh, since you, we have a rare opportunity to talk to somebody that's been around the world at least 50 times in 50 years, what, what uh, can you say about the most spiritual place that you've been out there uh, traveling and doing 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 music. Uh, let me ask you: Have you ever been to Mali? Tell me something that's near. 
Because we've been in so many places. Senegal. Yeah, yes. We've been in Yeah, yes. Then the Cote d'Ivoire. We've been to um, quite a few places there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We go a lot of different places. I kind of remember these. Yeah, been there. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, um, so in the world that you that you where you, you circumvent um, navigate the world, uh, what country stands out the most to you spiritually? That's a tough question. Well, I've been to Mecca, but mm. as do you mean that kind of spiritually, or do you mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. just going? Yeah, I've been to Mecca, and I've been to Jerusalem. And Medina and places like that, I've been there. Yep. Where else? But I, I, I connect more with people, you know, one individual. It's like individual connection. So the spiritual part comes from people, from meeting people and talking to them and eating food with them and that kind of thing. That's where I get the, the light comes on from people, meeting people and talking to people, experiencing different exchange of experiences like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically you felt welcome all over the planet, but it's not like nothing like being welcome home. Yeah. It's really, really nice. Okay. And I'm looking forward to going back. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I got, I got a lot of friends over there, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's cool in the game. <laughs> so let's let's get into the the, the, the last question. And, okay. And so so with your experience that's out there, I try to give people a clear view because the average brother who's stuck here in ninety five and and within the media and don't know the outside world, and you have been a, a citizen of the world. And uh, you've seen people, because there are people surviving off of less than what we are struggling for over here and thriving in, in other places around the world. So I want to, you know, to get from your vantage point, and that's what you're building up to, what do you see people that you can get people a, a viewpoint of that they can do in other countries that would enable them to come from whatever they're doing here that's less than meager to going over there to be able to more than survive but to thrive. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, First, I would say the perspective. Uh, if if you this is all based in my opinion, humble opinion. This is all based on the connection to God, the Creator. Mm-hmm. And what I believe is that you, if you sincerely pray for something, or ask Him for whatever, mm-hmm. can, and if you know that He has the power over everything, you can get it. Right. And don't don't limit your don't limit yourself to what you think God will do or what you think He won't do. If He's in charge, He created He's the Creator of the world and the universe and everything. Don't you think he has the power to do whatever he want to do? So if he wants you to come and ask him, just ask him. Like what I'm talking about, what we're going to do in Gary, Indiana, Atlantic City. 
this is a multi-billion dollar situation. And all I did was ask. I didn't jump to no hoops. I didn't do, I just said, you know what? I want to do something to help. I need you to help me. Help and give back. So he said, okay, I'm going to give you a roadmap. So he gave me a roadmap. All I did was ask. When people say it's going to look like some big, remarkable, I guess it is remarkable, but very simple. I asked and he answered. That's the simplest thing. But you got to believe it, too. And he can he can do anything you want to do. He can give you whatever he can do, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the simple version. Okay. All right. Keep believing in God and know that God can do anything you want to do and he has power over everything. So you keep that belief and just ask him for it. It's not rocket science. It's really simple. Right. And from what I know about what you're talking about, what you're about to do, is not only after it benefits Gary and New Jersey, it's going to benefit the whole world. Yeah, it's going to benefit Africa too. After you, you're right, the whole world. But we got to start somewhere, like the first step. So we decided Gary and New Jersey, the first steps. And then Las Vegas too, but later on, Las Vegas. That's where I'm living. Mm-hmm. But but um, definitely those two places. And Gary needs it really, really bad. So we decided to come in and cook it up. Right. So that's what we're going to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And and you know when it comes from the most high, because he will not only give you the, 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 the answer, he'll provide for it also. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so it's, it's all, that's how you know it's, it's real. Because, first of all, it's going to be over and above what you could have ever thought or asked. Yeah, that's clue, that's clue number one. That yeah. ain't you, the Most High, because yeah. the Most High knows how to get here. Because when He throws down, all you can say is when you look at it, is, hey, thanks be to God, glory be to God, because He's the one that makes it manifest. Yeah, crystal clear. Ain't no question about that. So, yep. So, uh, back we're closing out here. Do you have any closing questions for for our guests? I don't have any closing questions. I'm just honored for the for the lesson, you know, and just being able to actually sit down and and talk to someone of his nature and his expertise and experience um, in music. Like I said, you always have some of the best friends that people <laughs> like. People wonder like, how does he know him, or how does he get to know him? Like, cool in the gang is somebody that you know, my mom, my father, my uncles. Um, people even people even now they definitely listen to, but um, and the fact that he's yeah. still moving forward, still working on tremendous projects with great people, with legends. We're literally talking right now to a legend, and I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm just inspired to be able to do that, and you know, be able to do that. I'm just gonna it's probably gonna make me pull out my pen as soon as we get off you know, <laughs> and sit down and get the, and get the writing. Hi, let me ask you this question: When you have a writer's block, right? Or if you you yeah. if you ever if you ever have writer's block, what do you do to uh, beat that? Um, jog or meet people, do something different, 
and then go back to you get like a refreshment. I'll go watch a movie or something, a cartoon, or Definitely. take somebody out to eat, or help help some kids, do something with kids, have fun with kids. Kids had that experience. They have a really, they're like clean. They don't, they're not distorted. Like how when you grow up and you get a little distorted. Kids, if they tell you something, it's, they tell you from a truthful place. If they're feeling something, it's from the truth. It's from a truthful place. So you don't really have to question kids like where, where adults question adults sometimes. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have that. That's something that they learn later on. Awesome. So kids awesome. would be a good good inspiration. Go get something to eat. Cook something. I can't cook, but <laughs> just do something different. And then when you go back, you'll feel like refreshed. You know what I noticed? I noticed oh, oh, that. work out. Yeah, work it yeah. out. But you know what I noticed? I noticed that all of my best writing is when I'm home, is when I'm around things that I want to change. Like when I'm in right. Florida, when I'm in Florida and it's sunny and the, the weather is good and there's palm trees and stuff like that, I don't have any inspiration because it's just palm trees and sunny. But when I'm home and I'm and I'm and I'm in New York and I'm and I'm in the struggle and I see the I see the infrastructure and I see the deterioration of things that I love, mm-hmm. that's for my that's where my inspiration comes from. So I'm trying right. to channel I'm trying to channel inspiration from everything, not even pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so those are some that. things you can do. Or the fact that you want to do something to make a change for the better or contribute your part to changing the world. You know, think about that kind of stuff. It might inspire you to write a jingle for a, or a commercial or something. You can write the commercial idea or the jingle and then say, okay, which company can I partner with? To get this out there, they might be looking for you. You're looking for them, but they don't know you exist. You don't know they exist, but you have a better up on knowing that they exist than they know you exist. So put some put some ideas together for some products, and then say, okay, this will be good for Nike. This will be good for so and so. This will be good for you know a drink or medical or whatever. Put it together. All of a sudden, you got a portfolio of songs for jingles, and then you start going to place it with people. Um, upcoming commercial for Cooling Gang. They have a, um, a, a lot of industries coming through them, coming to them. One of the things coming up that they're that they're going to be doing and releasing on the planet is uh, a drink. I want to uh, bring to to everybody's attention the, um, that the, the Cooling Gang is going to be producing a drink that's going to be in 68,000 7-Elevens around the world. And can you speak on that for a second, uh, Amir? Uh, I can't just yet, but yeah, they have like they have like they're all over the planet. Like he said, and um, we're uh, working it working it out now. But we we okay. have like an alliance with them. We work some things out with them, and uh, okay. it's going to be a nice situation. And within that, Doctor Stan is going to have a product in Seven Eleven too. Once it launches, <laughs> he didn't he didn't tell you about that part. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our humility. 
there's humility versus humility on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we we're gonna they're doing a joint venture with him also. And the Jackson. Okay. Wow. So but we'll keep you posted, you know. That's big. That's big. that's just like an intro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's big. Into the future. But so we we're closing out here and I wanna say again, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh please look into the description. There's some things that we haven't talked about that will be dropped in the description that you can click and link to that speaks about our guests and can contribute because there's so much that there's no way that we could talk about everything. And then there's a lot of stuff about to drop that's very confidential and stuff, but it's coming. Uh, Once again, just imagine 50 times around the world in 50 years and and they're about to drop an album with, with 50 more songs that they're going to create to commemorate the 50 times around the world. Did I get that straight, uh, Amir? Yeah, it's going to be a 50-year celebration and we're going to open up the portal for people that want to get involved in it. So we'll have 50 songs from the public then they can they can write for us and we'll produce it and put it on the album also. So if you have an idea, you want to collaborate, <laughs> the door is open. I'm in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely I'm in there. That's a fact. Yeah. The door will be open. <laughs> well, I'm gonna walk right through that one. I'm gonna I'm hey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, definitely that's a that's a blessing. Just to have an opportunity. Yeah, yeah we open up yeah. the door of opportunity for that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then once again, I also want to mention that people don't realize it, but this is all, also the 50th year for the Jacksons also in, in, in the entertainment. Yeah. So so that bring, brings uh, up the song of Celebrate. So yeah, this year is like the Jubilee Celebration between uh, between the two greatest groups in in, in world history, the Cooley Gang and the Jackson. So uh, without further ado, AJ is about to drop a beat on us uh, mm-hmm. to close it out. And um, um, Baxter's on you. Oh, man. Here we have it with another episode of the Passage Home Podcast. Dr. Stanley Russian, you never failed to amaze me. Bringing on Mr. Amir from Cool in the Band. Oh my gosh, this was an excellent interview. Excellent, excellent resources, excellent knowledge. I'm definitely going to be trying to get into that door with with you and your crew, with the writers. I'm going to encourage all my music friends to go ahead and try to do it. Hopefully, at least, even if not me, but at least somebody that's in my circle to get something placed or get something that you guys like, you know, but I'll definitely go. I'm going to pass it on. I'm going to pay it forward and Hopefully it'll work out in somebody's yeah. favor that listening to the show. Yeah. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Take care. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. God bless. Yeah. All right, Stan. All right. Yeah.
This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.